as the title implies, this uh, episode is live from the kitchen. And, uh, well, it's not really live because it's a podcast. It doesn't make a lot of sense, but whatever. I've been on vacation for 10 days. What do you want from me? Welcome back, everybody. So happy that you're here. We have so much to catch up on, including why Instagram is so mad at me for being naked around my mother. So that's today on the show. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Yeah, welcome to this uh, kind of special edition of the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I'm Steve Kramer. It's a feel-good podcast to do with my mom every single day. Today, from my kitchen, um, we have three principles in case you're new to our show. It's live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud, we laugh a lot, and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, Mom. Hi, honey. You may be uh, hearing my oven in the background. We're recording in the kitchen again today <laughs> because we're a janky podcast. <laughs> May hear the air conditioning running too. We don't have a, a two-person setup when my mom's visiting, so we just have to literally lean over the same microphone. <laughs> um, most professional podcasts would not do that, but um, <laughs> but that's not us. That's not us. That's what we do. So that's right. Really quick, if you came today because you're trying to hear part two of the whole Dan saga, in case you don't know, my best friend uh, ended up going to a wedding with a girl that he um, had met on Bumble. They were going to meet for the first time at a wedding. And we were supposed to have an update today, uh, but he had some uh, situation today. I'll just put it that way. I'll have him. I'll have him tell you as much or as little as he wants to tomorrow. I guess. I, I purposely said though, I want to wait to to find out what happened. So tomorrow we'll get the full update. Dan's actually going to co-host tomorrow's episode with me because he'll. Uh, my mom's going to be traveling, so. Me and Dan tomorrow hosting the show. It should be a mess. Buddy boys. Yeah. Um, what do you wear around around your family? <laughs> this became like a big controversial thing while my mom was here. I don't know if you follow me on Instagram or not, but I had posted a picture of her and I watching TV. And I wasn't wearing a shirt at the time. And for some reason, that really bothered everybody. Like 60% of my Instagram was so bothered <laughs> by this photo. Uh, I'll repost on the certified fans page. So you guys can see it in case you missed it. But I was literally sitting on the couch. I had come back from working out and I'd been running. And I was hot. And I just took a hot shower and I was like, I don't want to put a shirt on. Like I'm too hot. So I, uh, <laughs> I decided not to wear a shirt. We were just sitting there watching TV or whatever. And that was uh, a huge, a huge issue <laughs> with, with half of Instagram. Mom, did you think it was offensive that I would wear no shirt around you? No, not at all. Didn't think anything about it. It was strange, right? Hmm. Like the things it was that, weird that the, people got upset about that. What do you like wear around your family? Like, are you fully? I mean, typically I will throw a shirt on, but like I'm in my own house. <laughs> That's right. You know, like just relaxing. Yeah, just enjoy my my trying to enjoy my evening. And we, you were cooling down from a hot shower. We had no podcast yeah. last week, so I was just trying to enjoy my night. You know, just chilling <laughs> in my own couch. And everybody was like, "Why? That's disgusting. That's inappropriate." <laughs> so. I'd be kind of curious, like when you go to your family's house, like what do you wear? Like, do you wear something different than you would typically wear if you weren't with your family? You know, like if you were, you typically wear like, you know, uh, just underwear to sleep. Like, do you wear, do you wear like full pajama set? Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't really know if that's a thing that you change once you go like this Maggie, what does Maggie wear around you? Same things that she's always worn. Yeah. Like she'd wear her pajamas and her, you know, 
yeah. I mean, you're lucky because typically I wouldn't be wearing clothes in here, you know? <laughs> so like. Yeah, now that might be a problem. To me, that felt that was like a step up, you know? <laughs> That's right. So in case you haven't been here for a couple episodes, uh, we were off all last week and we were getting back in the swing of things. And it feels actually it feels weird. Like I probably because we're not in our typical setting. We're literally sitting over my kitchen island right now. I'm having to straddle the side of the island because <laughs> we don't have any other setup to do this in. Ma, how was your trip though? How did you how did you enjoy your ten days here in Baltimore? Oh, I loved it. I think every time I come to Baltimore, this has only been the second time, but I love it more. I love the people. I think they truly are charming, nice people. We have eaten some of the best vegan food <laughs> because you have scoped out all these wonderful restaurants, and we had such a good time. And yeah. the highlight, though had to be the Bruno Mars concert. Yeah. So Oh my God. It was so good. My mom, I um Bruno Mars has a residency with the MGM, right? So he does um there's obviously the MGM in um in Vegas and then there's an MGM here as well. It's down by DC. It's about well without traffic about 45 minutes with traffic about an hour 20. And I um I, I knew the concert was coming and he, he's been twice now, but I think these are the only two shows he's doing here. It was about a month ago. Jess went to that one and then he just happened to be doing another show this weekend here. And so I was kind of thinking of things to do. And on Thursday, I was like, oh, my God, like, I wonder if we have any extra Bruno Mars tickets. <laughs> so I uh, I reached out to my promotions director. I was like, hey, Dave, do we have any like, extra Bruno Mars tickets? And um he was like, no, unfortunately, we don't have any. Sorry. And I was like, oh, OK. And I asked my mom, I was like, well, we could get Bruno Mars tickets. Would you want to go? And I asked you, I said, what's the last concert you've actually been to? <laughs> Woodstop. That's crazy. Like, what was that, 99? No. No, not 99. You didn't go to 99. No, I not was like 99. 20 and 99. No, that's true. Yeah, it must have been 70. When was Woodstock? Let's see. Six, five. I don't know, sometime in the 70s. Let me see. When? In my hippie was days. Woodstock. <laughs> so my mom has not been to it. It's 69. Okay. Was it 69? How old were you in 69? I would have been 17. Oh. Yeah, and sounds, I went with my high school boyfriend. Sounds so young. So that, that would be right. So 1969. The last time my mom went to a concert was 1969. <laughs> okay? That's how many years? 70, 80, 90, 2000. It's like 50 years or something like that. Uh-huh. Like, it's crazy, right? Uh-huh. So I was like, well, those tickets become available. Like, hopefully, maybe something will, will roll in. And by chance, the person, one of the other DJs in the station was supposed to give away tickets. And they forgot to give them away. And so we had we had six extra tickets left for Bruno Mars, which left uh. enough for me and my mom. Also left enough for Jess and her boyfriend's uh, mo- uh, mom is in town. And so enough for them to go as well. We had five tickets for the six of us. And I was like, I mean, uh, six tickets for the five of us. And I was like, oh, my God, this is great. So I was a little apprehensive, though, because I was like, I don't know, like, how my mom's going to do <laughs> in that situation. You know, like, I don't know how, because you haven't been to one in so long. Uh-uh. And I truly thought I'd be the oldest person there. Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. So, um, so picture it. We get there. And the first things first was they make you turn in your cell phones. And we knew that. And honestly, it wasn't, they didn't collect your cell phones. What they did was they give you this bag and they... Uh, they made you stick your phone in this bag and it basically has like a lock on the top of it. <laughs> Think of it almost as like a, like one of those um, uh, detectors when you have clothes at a store, kind of like that at the top, mm, right? Uh-huh, right. And so 
we were like, what in the world? But for some reason, for whatever reason, Bruno Mars didn't want you to record the show. So they had these little pouches you had to put your phone in, right? So we're already running a couple minutes late because parking was kind of crazy and run over there, put our phone in this bag. And for some reason, I don't know why, because it's been less than 50 years since I've been to a concert. I expected <laughs> it to start on time. <laughs> which I mean, uh, concerts never, ever literally, I mean, I've, I've been to 150,000 concerts, you know, and never <laughs> once have they started on time ever. Uh-huh. Um, so we get to our seats, it's probably 10 after and Jess comes rolling in about 20 after and we're just sitting there. She already saw the show, but she it's so good. She loves Bruno Mars. So mm. she was looking forward to it. Mom, what, what, what did you say though about the demographic though? Because, you know, mom, was, who did you think was going to be there? I thought it would be like 30 you know, maybe 30 to 40 year olds. Yeah. Uh, no, I was definitely not the oldest person there. There were a lot of people that I think were in their 50s and 60s. I would say. I mean, I was amazed by that. The average age person at Bruno Mars easily 55 years old. Yeah. Maybe was, 50. It was wild. I would say there's many more people that are older than younger. It's probably because the tickets, y'all, the tickets for the show are so stupid expensive. I would never pay for this ticket ever. <laughs> the ticket was um, was $400. It was like $380 some odd dollars where we were sitting. We were sitting like probably five rows back from the from the back of the auditorium. But it's only 3,000 people, right? Because it's a casino. Right. So it's like a smaller venue. So yeah, these tickets are, are almost four hundred dollars a piece. So I'm assuming that like the younger, like I'm not, I'm not taking my bratty ass kid to no four hundred dollar concert. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, exactly. Like you think about how long We're it took going you going on a date night. Think how long <laughs> it took you to like take your kid to Disneyland because you're like, I don't want to pay that money for something that I'm going to remember. Like, uh, uh-uh, uh, you're not going to Bruno Mars. So it was really like a lot of a lot of older people, which was surprising. Uh-huh. So he, the show probably started at uh, 8.45. I didn't have my phone, so nobody knew what time it was. Right. Probably 8.45. And uh, it was, Ma, you give your review of the Bruno Mars concert because you you like Bruno Mars. Love him. But you may not be able to like recognize his songs by by name. If I ask you your favorite right. Bruno Mars song, you probably wouldn't be able to tell me what it right. is. You know? right. Well, I was surprised that I did know most of the songs. Yeah. So that was fun. But he is a fabulous performer and it's a fantastic dancer. Yeah. So he was fun to watch. His energy was great. I love it that he gave all of the band members an opportunity to have a solo. Yeah. So it wasn't just all about him. Um, I love the throwback thing you did, you know, doing older songs. Yeah. He did about five or six. He did like those. a medley because the thing is like <laughs> If you know Bruno Mars, like the older stuff was a lot slower and like nobody wants to sit there, no no slow ass concert. So he did most of the songs he did were the 24 karat songs, right? The latest album. Um, And so I was glad to see that. But he did like a medley of like some of the slower things. He did did a couple slow songs, but most of them were kind of the upbeat ones. So it was great. No, he really was. He was quite the showman. It was a it was kind of a stripped down show, I would say. There's only about. What, about five people on the stage? Yeah. Six people on the stage, you know? Yeah. There's no dancers or anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody that was dancing was part of the band. And right. I like that. I like the, the intimacy of that. And even the sitting back in the almost the back row, it still felt like you still kind of felt like you were part of the show, uh-huh. you know? So it was yeah. good. It was a great show. And it was spacious enough that you could dance. You know, it was fun. It yeah. was just a lot of fun. There's two types of, uh, I don't even know if it's a concert, uh, but we'll say any type of like, uh, mass human events. Is it a concert? <laughs> is it like a fireworks show? Is it mm-hmm. a uh, whatever? You know. So go with me here to like an event that a lot of people go to. Okay. And I always say this: there's 
or I realized there's two types of people. There's people like me and there's people like Jess. Now, <laughs> people like Jess are gonna sit there and they're gonna wait to the very last note. They're gonna wait to see if there's an encore. They're gonna wait till, you know, <laughs> the lights come on pretty much before they head out of there. Then there's concert people like me and my mom mm-hmm. that like when we feel like the show's wrapping up, mm-hmm. we're out. Yeah. Like we're gone because we know traffic's gonna be bad. Yeah, you know, we still had 3,000 people in an arena and everybody had to unlock their phones. Right. And I'm like, that's going to be a nightmare. I felt like my dad, though, like 100%. That's such a, <laughs> such a thing my dad would do, you know? That's probably why I was feeling that way. Because, yeah, you're yeah. so used to it, uh, right? We, yeah, we've never stayed till the no, end of ever, anything. No, ever, ever. Like I'm thinking of like the, if for my Atlanta people, I'm thinking of the, um, the Stone Mountain laser show. Okay? Oh, yeah. I, I don't know how that show ends. I couldn't tell you because I don't think I've ever seen the end of it. <laughs> Um, no. there might be unicorns or something at the end, but I never, we, we always might, like my dad would know it's like, it's wrapping up. So now <laughs> I'm kind of in that mindset too, or I'm like, all right, well then we better, we better get going then. Cause we don't want to sit in traffic. <laughs> like what? That's only old people say that kind of stuff, you know, <laughs> felt weird. Uh, so what kind of person are you? I'm curious. Like I would say majority of people most likely are staying to the very end. Right. And honestly, if I paid money, I may stay to the very end. Jess stayed to the very end. You yeah. know, like yeah. she, she was, I mean, she's already seen the show a month ago. She went back and saw it again. Yeah. But they were staying there too. Yeah, they, were they were staying yeah. in a hotel there. They didn't have a drive back. Right. So we actually so drove back. They stayed, they stayed down, down in yeah. DC. Yeah. Um, but what kind of, what kind of like, what is called concert? That can also go for a fireworks show or whatever. Mass, a human thing. Are you, <laughs> are you a person that stays to the very end? Or are you somebody that leaves early? I don't know how most people handle that. You know, I don't know if, if like, we'll start that, Carissa, if you would. It's back to work, Carissa. <laughs> it's back to work. You got a break too. Now, come on. Don't let us down. <laughs> but like, yeah, if you're a certified fan, if you want to go over to the uh, the Facebook page and let us know, like, what kind of concert person are you? Or mass event kind of person are you? Do you leave early? Musicals? Musicals kind of harder to leave during. Oh, yeah. Um, but whatever your thing, your mass show just say your show kind of personality. Are you a le- are you a lever earlier, or are you um, are you the other way? So that was a lot of fun. Bruno Mars concert, a lot of fun. Yes. Um, something else though that I want to get your opinion on, Mom, because it's literally the biggest show that's ever been on Netflix. Wow. And I had oh. watched a couple of minutes of Squid Game probably like two weeks ago. And I watched about 15 minutes and I gave up because I was like, it's kind of boring. Like, I don't, it's just, it kind of took a second. I was like, eh. So my mom and I are sitting here one of the nights that we had off and I'm like, let's watch something on Netflix. And the number one thing on there obviously is Squid Game. And I'm like, okay, um, let's try it. Let's just, let's try it again. Like now I got some more time to focus on. I'm not as tired. So let's, um, let's give Squid Game another shot. So we sat and I, and I didn't honestly I didn't really know what it was about. I had no idea, honestly, what the, the whole movie was about. So I was like, this would probably be fine for me and my mom. <laughs> so if you don't know what Squid Game's about, and I've only watched one episode so far, but I'm, I'm going to w- watch the rest. Uh, my mom's not here. Uh-huh. Um, but I uh, the Squid Game is about apparently, as far as I'm in, about this guy who's kind of uh, running into hard times financially. His family's kind of falling apart. He's going through a divorce or maybe he's already been through a divorce. And he... Uh, is that a money pretty much? And his daughter's about to move to America. It's, this is, it's over in Korea. I think so. Yeah. It's Korea. Somewhere in Asia. And yeah. his daughter, his ex-wife's about to take their daughter, his daughter away. And the mom's like, well, this is like his mother now is saying like, Hey, listen, um, you need to like 
have more money or something. Why did Why do you need more money for something to like well, she'll he stay? Was, he was in debt. Remember, he yeah. was gambling. But like, why did he need more money for her to for the kid to stay there? I don't remember. Because they could they they couldn't afford to keep her. They could hardly afford to put food on their own table. Okay. Remember? Okay. Yeah, he couldn't feed her. He couldn't take care of her. So they were going to move to America, right? And then so he's like, well, I need to make some more money. He meets this guy on a subway station, and <laughs> this guy's like, I'm gonna play this game, and he's like, okay, and. And then he hands him a card. He's like, hey, listen, like, if you want to make some, like, listen, like $100,000 or whatever to play this other game, let me know. And so this guy calls him. And then all of a sudden, he, like, he, like, gets, like, this van pulls up and kind of drugs him and takes him somewhere. We don't, I don't know where yet. And by the way, if you've seen it all, it's, I'm only episode one, so don't spoil it for me. <laughs> um, and so he kind of takes him somewhere else to go. And um, it's, uh, he wakes up and he's like in the middle of this thing. And they start playing the, the, the only game that I've seen so far. Because apparently, like, okay, you gotta like play these games is the only game I've seen so far is they started playing um, Red Light, Green Light. And basically, when this robot <laughs> says... That was this gigantic girl, yeah. little girl. Mm. When it says Red Light, um, it turns around, like the, the robot head turns around and will start shooting people that are moving, right? So like you have to like cross the line, but if, you, if you're moving at the wrong time, you get shot. So that was episode number one. Oh. Uh, Mom, Squid Game's the biggest show. They're <laughs> saying that will ever probably be on Netflix. It's that big. Wow. Like so many people are watching. It's, it's by far the biggest thing to hit Netflix so far. Wow. But it's like so far ahead of every other show. That yeah. Like they're saying, I'd be hard for any other show to come in and beat how many people have watched Squid Game. Yeah. So your review of uh, <laughs> Squid Game, Mom. Well, I don't like anything that's bloody and gory. I don't, I, I really don't like that. That was very disturbing. But it is kind of a fascinating psychological thriller. Like, I, I, I would be interested to know the psychological makeup of the man behind the game. Because you see him, but only from the back of the head. And he's in this crazy costume. Right. So I may try to watch some more episodes just to see how that unfolds. And just not look. Just look at the floor when yeah, you didn't there's watch. blood. But, oh, no, I can't stand that. You started watching something else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't. The inside mm-hmm. of your eyelids. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I was like, uh-uh. Couldn't do it. Can't stand it. So, I don't know. If, uh, I, I personally, I'm a fan. Like, I think it's I think it's super interesting now that I'm into it. So, if you've tried to watch and you gave up, uh, go back. Because I, I do think it is really, I think it's really, really interesting. And, and kind of, I, I don't even know where it's going to go. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I have no idea. Uh, where this, like, I'm, I'm assuming, I don't know. Some people, like, I, I saw a couple of different comments on my Instagram, people saying, like, I was so mad. I was so mad, like, where it ended. I was like, or how it ended. So I don't know, I don't know what that means. But if you're watching Squid Game, DM me because we can kind of talk about it. I'm probably going to watch it. Um, how many episodes are there? Do I don't you know? know. I don't even know, to be honest yeah, with you. I have no idea. I didn't idea. notice that either. All right, let's do Maryland Monday. It's been a while actually since we've done a Maryland Monday, but since my mom is actually in Maryland right now, seems, uh, I am. seems quite appropriate. I am. Uh, the U.S. national anthem was written right here in Maryland, not only right here in Maryland, but about uh, maybe 500 steps from where we're sitting right now. <laughs> right. Uh, Francis Scott Key, who was a Maryland-based lawyer, amateur poet, he penned the words to his poem, "The Defense of Fort McHenry." Now, Fort McHenry literally is. We could probably see it from across here. the looked. street. Yeah, <laughs> um, the poem. This is back in nineteen. Sorry, 1814. Uh, the poem was widely published, but then it uh, became known as Star Spangled Banner. So the composer's name was uh, John Smith. Which why everyone's names back in the day were everyone's name was John Smith. <laughs> I know, it's so funny. You know what I mean? Like how many John Smiths were there? <laughs> 
A lot. You couldn't be like, oh, my buddy John Smith, because they'd be like, which one? <laughs> right. And you'd have to be like the one with one leg or something. You know what I mean? Because you couldn't just say John Smith. Well, his full name was John Stafford Smith. So I feel like maybe they had to be like, hey, you know? <laughs> had to use their entire name. Right. Because yeah. you're like, who is who the hell is John Smith? <laughs> Wasn't John Smith also the explorer in Pocahontas? Yes. Isn't that him? You yeah. Know, the great explorer. <laughs> uh, anyway, so this guy named John Smith, creatively titled, um, set it to this tune called uh, The Anchor in Heaven. And then it furthered the popularity. Eventually, it was adopted as the uh, the national anthem in 1931. Ma, what'd you think? We actually went down to Fort McHenry and did a tour. Yeah. Um, what did you What did you think about that? It's fascinating. That cool? Yeah, I loved it. It's hard to imagine that that's where that war actually took place. Yeah. I mean, it's such a beautiful spot now on the water and such beautiful green grass. But of course, the barracks are all still there and. Sort of surreal. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah. You know, honestly, the one thing that I took from it, and this is one thing I want you to take away from this too, is that like, we're real pieces of shit. Like, huh. we're just, I mean, so I was reading the history of like the people that were like in charge of this war and it was like, I'm sure his name was friggin' John Smith. I forget the, guy, the guy's name now, but right. it was like, John Smith, age 33, defended this whole army base yeah. against uh. the, the French and the British. And I'm like, I literally just bought a brand new Nintendo and I'm 38. <laughs> yeah. I can't defend my rug from Kiki's poop. Like I can't imagine. <laughs> like what have, what have you done with your life? This guy literally at 33. Yeah. 33. Was out here defending army bases. And I'm over here like mad because my my ranch packet didn't show up in my uh <laughs> my Uber Eats, you know? <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy is, to think about, right? That like, is quite like imagine now, imagine your age. I mean, a lot of us are in our 30s, 40s, some of us late 20s, but let's say we kind of fall in this mid 30s age. Um, imagine at our age, if they were like, "Hey, real quick," or like even like your buddy, like think of any of your friends. Like I, like I love Dan. You know, he's mm-hmm. in the military, my buddy. Uh, but hell no, <laughs> he is not qualified. <laughs> To go defend no army base at 33. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, what? So yeah. that made me feel like a real piece of crap. I they was were like, probably trained at 14. Yeah. You know? But I'm like, what oh, have I done in my God. life? Everybody died though at 39 or something yeah, at that true. age. So it's kind of different. But long. still, like, that's crazy to me. That's crazy yeah. for me to think that five years younger than me, yeah. somebody was out defending against a whole other country's <laughs> country. army. You know, like now when you look at like the war generals are 60, 70 years old or whatever, like they're not kids. No. So that was like, made me feel like a real piece of crap. But <laughs> anyway, we'll get to our quote for today, mom, in the kitchen as our uh, okay. pizza's warming up over here. Okay. The oven. <laughs> it's from Brene Brown. I don't think the oven's on, to be honest with you. What? I don't think it's on, but go ahead. You don't think it's I can on? I still hear you. Okay. <laughs> it's talk to yourself. Like you would to someone you love. Yeah. So, you know. Oven's on, by the way. Okay, good. That's good. We've got to heat up some leftover pizza that was so fabulous. Um, Talk to yourself like you would to someone you love. Yep. We, We just beat ourselves up so bad. And all that hate, hatred and self talk about ourselves, about. The way we think, the way we act, the way we look. We're not good enough for this. We're not good enough for that. We can't do this. We can't do that. But what if you were talking to your daughter Mm -hmm. or your own little kid, let's say, 
right? We've all got that little kid inside of us. What would I be saying to little Nancy right. as a as a grown Nancy? I just don't know why we yeah. do that. It's so interesting to me because we talk so like we're so supportive of everybody else in our life. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like literally, you don't talk trash to any like if one of your friends you may talk trash around their back, but let's be honest, when your friends come to your face. <laughs> You're like, oh my God, girl, like, let me, let me help you. Like, oh my God, you're the best. Like, what are you talking about? He's the worst or whatever. You know, you can get that job or you can, you know, you can get through this divorce or whatever. But for some reason, with everybody, right? Mm -hmm. With everybody. Right. But then like you come around and you're like the littlest things and you're like, oh my God, I'm stupid. Like, like fat in this outfit. I don't understand. I don't understand why that is. Like, Mom, why do you think that is in the first place? Like, what do you think that is? I just think that we need to learn to love ourselves more. I think that maybe as children, we weren't taught that. Mm -hmm. To really love ourselves and respect ourselves, respect our bodies, respect our minds. Um, I don't think we're taught that as kids. Um, I feel, I mean, I feel very blessed. I had very loving parents and I have, you know, a healthy self-esteem, I think. But I can also beat myself up on any given day. Yeah. You know? Right. It's just like so unnecessary. So treat yourself like someone that you love and do fall in love with the person that you are. Yeah. Because you can be any person you want to be. I wonder if it comes from like, because I mean, think about me. Think where I came from, right? Like you hear her every day. So like there's no reason of why I shouldn't be super positive, super upbeat. You know, there's really logistically we're saying where you came from. Yeah. But I'm wondering if it's like the way you were treated. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I wonder if, and this may take some, some honesty here, but like I was, you know, I was, I was picked on most of my childhood. I was fat. I was awkward. I was kind of, you know, everybody thought I was gay, like, cause I was effeminate and everything else. And so, like, I, I've always had, like, really bad self-talk. I mean, it's almost like I talk to myself the same way mm. that, like, those kids did. Yeah. Back in, um, back in elementary school. Yeah. But I wonder, I'm curious, like, if you were popular, do you have better self-talk now because you didn't come up with, like, being treated like shit? You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe. I'd be genuinely curious. And, like, I don't know. Like, I don't... I don't know if, if you're, it's kind of a weird thing to be like, I was very popular and I, uh, <laughs> I was just thinking about that. Yeah. I was like, well, I was popular, but so, but like, but look at you, you're all positive and shit. That's the, that's the difference, right? Like, yeah. I wonder, I'm genuinely curious about that. Like if you were popular, do and you those have like voices a, of others got stuck in your head, right? And, and like, now that's how you start to see yourself. But if it's all like if perceive you, yourself, if you're popular, do you end up like my mom? Because you're just like, oh, everybody's great. Everybody loves me. Like everybody. I love everybody because everybody's nice to me. I mean, seriously, think about that for a second. That's hmm. interesting because this between the two of us. We had very different childhood experiences. Yeah. Based on how we were treated. Yeah. With and now friends. we kind of have different outlooks on life. Yeah. Later on. Yeah. It's true. That's really interesting. I really, mm -hmm. I just, I, I genuinely just thought about that. Mm -hmm. So you want to, you want to comment on that? Um, the phone number is 888-Kramer8 or Carissa. I mean, I'm putting you on double duty today. <laughs> Carissa, by the way, is one of our, 
our lovely certified fans. Oh, she's so She awesome. is the queen of our Facebook page, but she's also always so nice to go on there and post every day because I don't usually get a chance to work on Certified Mama's Boy till like later on in the day, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't want to be on that, you know, it's like 9 p.m. your time. I'm like, well, thank you. Like, I listened seven hours ago. I forgot. <laughs> so Chris is always super nice to, to post that. Um, but like, were you popular? And like, and like, how is your self-talk later on? Mm-hmm. Like as you, an adult. As an adult. Like, are you positive? Because everybody treats you positive? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's really interesting. Mm-hmm. So 888-Kramer8, if you want to call in on that too, is like, where, what were you like? How are you treated? And now, how are you later on in life, you know, as an adult? So... Listen, I can't, I can't change your childhood. Uh, nobody can. You can't even change your childhood. But you can work through it. And we're a big, big supporter of our friends over at BetterHelp. I didn't talk about this. And actually, I'll talk about it later this week. Remind me because I forgot to talk about it last week. But I actually graduated from, uh, from therapy. Yeah. From this round of therapy. Yeah. I, um, you don't ever, I don't, well, I don't think you ever really graduate. But I graduated from the, uh, kind of went as far as I could go. And I feel really good. I feel great after being kind of feeling uncomfortable here in Maryland. Um, so we'll talk about that later on this week. Somebody remind me so I don't, Mom, write, that, write in your notes. Do you have notes for the show or no? I don't either. <laughs> Not here. Um, so somebody, somebody remind, Carissa, put it on the fan page. We'll come back to it. Um, no, but BetterHelp's great. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. BetterHelp is online therapy and counseling. And it's, it's great. They got, they got um, messaging you can do all day. If you want to do voice chat, they got that. If you want to do video chat, they can do that. Uh, any way you want to get your therapy and it's done, it's easy. I, I only exclusively do BetterHelp now. Not just because I, you know, I get paid obviously to, to do this commercial, but I'm a, I'm a huge fan. I recommend it to everybody. I try to give everybody their 10% off too because, you know, I love a good deal, mm-hmm. right? You're going with through uh, depression or stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief or self-esteem. Everything you share, by the way, confidential. Uh, so many people are actually uh, getting help with BetterHelp that they're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. So I want you to start living a happier life today. I'm a huge fan, man. Go to betterhelp.com slash Kramer. You'll get 10% off your first month. Take uh, It's over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Kramer. Also, our friends HelloFresh are back on the podcast this week. Mm. It's uh, it's the fall. It's here. Actually, in Maryland, it actually is here. Yeah. Uh, well. It's starting to. Starting to. Starting to turn. It's still 80 degrees some days, though. Like, this week's going to be 80. I'm back up in the 80s. Yeah. Uh, but we got a couple leaves changing. I hear, I hear San Diego's still really hot. But the fall is here. Don't get it twisted. Uh, so I know you got a lot of things, but what the fall does come with is a lot busier schedules, back to school. Kids got things they got to do after school and you've got more things, you know, maybe getting back into the office and everything else. So um, HelloFresh's recipes are here to save you time that you'd otherwise be spending on meal prepping or grocery shopping or chopping or something like that. HelloFresh offers 50 menu items and market items to choose from every single week. They got vegetarian options, calorie smart or gourmet options, plenty of variety. Um, you can also, um, what's really cool is that the ingredients travel from the farm to your door within a week. So it's not like you're going to get some because you're like, how does it get here? How can that be fresh? It's a week. From the farm to your house, one week, everything is still very fresh. Uh, Mom, you love better. I know you, you um, not better help. You love HelloFresh. <laughs> you use it at home. I know, uh, mm-hmm. I know your fan, Jermaggy's a fan as well. Your favorite part about it is what? Yeah, not having to plan it. Yep. And it's so simple. Most of the recipes are 30 minutes or less. Everything's right there. You just get it out, chop it up, throw it in a pan. It's delicious. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 14Kramer. And use the code 14Kramer to get 14 free meals. That's 14 free meals, including free shipping. You can get up to 14 free meals, including the free shipping. But you got to use that promo code. And these only come like, 
they're, these are coming like once a month, maybe once every other month where they do these one, they'd be special week deals for us. So go try it. Take the, like, the stress out of mealtime, you know? HelloFresh.com slash 14 Kramer and use 14 Kramer for up to 14 free meals, including free shipping. Certified fans, holy hell. How are you? Oh my gosh, please tell me that we met our quota for my birthday month. Well, first, uh, it's good to be back. Yes. Took a couple of days off. Yeah. It was well, um, it was nice. So nice. It's nice, I mean, I, I enjoy doing the podcast, but I think, I mean, and I feel like we were still super busy. I feel like, I was like, oh, we're gonna have so much free time, but we really didn't, you no, know? No, we really didn't. I don't know how we squeeze everything in, you know, getting these episodes done every day, but um, we did, I missed you. I really did, I don't know about you, Mom, but I really, I, st- I did miss doing the podcast, you yes, know, and kind of checking in with you guys. Yeah. And so we told you, we said, listen, we are going to set out to get 10 new certified fans last month. That was our goal. We put it out in the universe. We literally lost three <laughs> within right. the first couple of days of September. Like, oh, hell. So I don't know how this month's going to go. Um, but we, we kept saying, like, let's hold out. Let's hold out. Certified fans, by the way, in case you're new to our show, are people that donate a couple of dollars a month to support us. And we're just asking, you know, hey, listen, the show is always going to be free. We're never going to charge for it. But when you pay, you get a little bit extra. You get some perks, you know, you get a Facebook page, discounts, a merch, bonus episodes, stuff like that, right? Yeah. Um, I don't remember where we left off. Do you remember who we left off with before we even <laughs> took oh, a break? Oh, boy. That feels like a million years ago. Oh my God. Le- I think we left off at uh, Alex, didn't we? I think we left off at Alex. I and think that our, sounds Let me right. see. Hang on. I'm checking these names to see if any of these names sound familiar. Did we do Brenda G? I, I think, think we did do I Brenda G. So. I think yeah. we did. Yeah. Okay. So we knew we needed two new, two more certified fans to get us to, well, I guess technically that would get us to our 400th. So technically we needed three people right. to join before the end of the month. Now, right. we didn't hit it. Before the end of the month. No. Before our last show, at least, we didn't hit it, right? We knew October 1st, we didn't hit it. But we were like, listen, let's still try to hit this goal before we hit, we get back on. You know, we yeah. just said, listen, we got we had a whole extra week here. Let's see if we can knock this out. I am happy to say that as of today, <laughs> on my kitchen island, <laughs> we're at 403 certified fans. Yeah! Fantastic. Amazing. You Fantastic. guys came through. Oh, thank you so much. In such a big way. Oh, wow. To f- pull this off. <laughs> My God. Oh, man. What a birthday celebration that so is. So cool. So what's really going to be special about this week is that we're going to uh, be able to celebrate somebody new every single day. Yeah. Because when you join, you get an episode dedicated to you. And uh, so that's what we're going to do today. This episode is dedicated in uh, honor of our newest certified fan, Jan J. Okay. Jan J is our newest certified fan. She's from Conyers, Georgia. Oh, Georgia girl. And she uh, she went ahead and paid her whole all of her dues up front for the uh, for the, uh, the podcast. So for the year. Oh, wow. Jan J. Oh, this episode wow. in my kitchen. It's like you're here with us in my kitchen <laughs> as the the oven's preheating. <laughs> the oven's probably burning up over here. Um, it's uh, Jan J. Uh, this episode is dedicated to you. You are our 398th certified oh. fan. And this is your official whoop whoop and welcome to our podcast. Yes. Whoop whoop to Jan J. There we go. Love you forever. Yeah. So exciting. Jan J. <laughs> 
So much oh, echo on this episode. So much fun. Ginger! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Listen, what do we do? Can we get our, our 404th? We have 403. Wow. So can we get our 404th certified fan today? If that sounds like you, you want to join the party over here, text the word fans, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8. You know what's so funny too, we didn't get a chance to mention this because we were on break, was um, we ended up being number two podcast again for oh, Podcast yeah. Magazine. We're now, back where we belong. I told you I was frustrated because if you don't know, uh, every month, uh, you guys, and it's all because of you, not because of anyone else, but because of you guys, we were able to uh, get our podcast into the top 50 podcasts in the country in Podcast Magazine. Now, it was really weird last month because for the month of uh, September, September, because for some reason, our podcast fell. Everyone else's podcast stayed the same, but and like, like um, Kramer and Jess Uncensored stayed the same. That's my other podcast. Everything stayed the same. But Certified Mama's Boy dropped from second to sixth. Uh-uh. And I'm like, that's that's not. Uh-uh. So I got frustrated. I said, we're not even going to promote it that much. I don't mm-hmm. even want to deal with it. I got frustrated. Mm-hmm. But now we're back. So let's promote it. Yeah, that's right. Now I do think it's legit. <laughs> it's like a real election. If, you're, if your candidate doesn't win, you just say it's rigged. So um, <laughs> I don't think it's rigged anymore because we're in second place. It's obviously legitimate. <laughs> So I think it's actually too late to go ahead and vote for uh, for November. But hell, December's coming up. It is. Just so, vote every day. It takes two seconds. Text the word fans. I mean, sorry, text the word vote. Text the word vote to 888-Kramer8 and let's um, let's get it going over here. All right? All right, Mom, from the kitchen, that's going to be it for you today. I love okay. you. Good night. Good night. Love See you, you forever. I got pizza in the oven. <laughs> Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Remember at the beginning of the year when you said you were going to be so much healthier this year? You were like, oh my gosh, I'm going to do it. Now here it is, October the 11th. How you doing? How's that going? Hopefully pretty strong. But if not, listen, there's still time. We can pull this back around. I love care of. I really, I genuinely, I know I say that for everything that we promote, which makes me, makes you. Here's the cool thing about the podcast though, is I don't have to promote anything I want to. Like the radio show, sometimes I got to promote stuff I don't want to, right? It's not my money, not my business. But with the podcast, I don't have to promote anything that I don't truly believe in. I don't think it's a great asset to my life, my mom's life, or possibly your life. Uh, care of is awesome. Let me explain how this works is you can every single day, you can get these little packets, individually wrapped packets that are perfect for getting back into your routine of taking care of yourself. And these are supplements that are exactly tuned to your body. What you do is you take, uh, you do a um, care of's in-depth online quiz and it takes all the guesswork out of your vitamins, right? Ask you questions about your diet, your lifestyle, your health concerns, and addresses all your uh, specific goals and where you know where you want to go with your wellness. And then they'll recommend every single supplement to you. You pick out the ones that speak to you. You think that you that you need, and then they'll individually wrap them every day, so that you know that's exactly the ones you're supposed to take. It is such a cool thing. You waste so much money going to like the other stores and is it this? Is it that? No, no, no. Like you don't know what you're supposed to take until you go and do one of these. Uh, surveys, uh, the the online quiz, I should call it, the online quiz, where 
unless you're going to go to like a naturopathic doctor or something, you're 100% guessing what supplements you should be taking. If you're only taking a multivitamin, oh my God, I'm a vitamin snob, y'all. I am. I am. I take a lot. I take a lot of vitamins, probably 10, 12 vitamins a day. That's why I'm so healthy. That's why I look 37 when I'm 38. <laughs> Uh, anyway, do this. I, I mean that, that quiz, the online quiz takes just a couple seconds. I'm a fan of it. I, I really think that you are going to get a lot out of this. So what I'm going to do is give you 50% off your first order for you to go check it out for yourself. Go to takecareof.com. The promo code for this one is Kramer 50. Okay. Takecareof.com. Promo code is Kramer 50. And you'll get 50% off your first purchase purchase from Care Up. Go try this one out for me. Half price on vitamins? What? I'm into it. All right, that's it. We're done for today. Thank you for putting up and being here live in the kitchen. It's fun, right? Was that fun? Is it kind of a fun episode or is it, it's like, is it messy? Because to me, it's been fun. Like, I kind of feel like you're in the kitchen with us as we're like, my mom's eating up dinner. She's ran to the bathroom. But um, it just it feels like you're, you're here with us and you're kind of part of our vacation wrapping up. So... Love you so much. So happy to be back. Let's get the phones going again. 888-Kramer8. Got a lot to cover this week, man, with Certified Mama's Boy. Got a lot more stories to tell from the trip and everything else. Mom, fat, final words before we go? Mom? Yeah. Final words before we go? Final words? Final words. Oh, final words. Uh, it's been great being in Baltimore with my baby boy. <laughs> We've had a really wonderful time, and I can't wait to come back. In the spring. Yep. Love be more. All right, give me a uh, love you forever live then from okay. the kitchen. Live from the kitchen. Here we go. Here we go. Love you forever.